0: Hi, I'm Ilya Marchenko, I'm Dennis Kudler, I'm Evgeny Domster. I'm Henry Lachsene, I'm Peter Turetko, and you're you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) we're back. And as you can see it's my birthday (laughs) so happy (laughs) to be here on my birthday putting out a special pod for everybody how's it going there jg mate it's
1: great here um it's nice to see the birthday boy i've not been really able to contact you today i know you've been very busy you're not been at work
0: Wow, i'm moving moving house mate and yeah i was just lucky i even took the green screen down for a little bit but uh yeah i had to put it back up just for this one just so i have some balloons in the background (laughs) Yeah, indeed. So did you catch much tennis today on your birthday
1: or you've been quite busy with brands? I've been keeping
0: an eye on it. I've been keeping an eye. i am not been uh, able to watch as many as I would have liked, but still keeping an eye on those results and uh, had a watch of some of the matches yesterday and yeah. yeah, some pretty tasty results there. Probably the biggest one, which I'm sure we're going to get into straight away was, well, ATP Ham, uh, Hamburg. Yeah look who's gone out in the well in their first round is uh daniel medvedev there Wait, to, the first uh,
1: seed we didn't see that one coming at all
0: bizarre wasn't it hmm. and uh to ugo Humbert who one of these bright young prospects on the tour yeah it's great to see him playing and he was playing his top level tennis as well against medvedev and it just goes to show it's not that easy to transition between uh hard and clay that quickly and Medvedev's come up a cropper, and uh, that's he was hoping for probably a bit more practice going into the French Open. Now he doesn't have that. Now he's just got to go straight in. Yeah, so. I,
1: with Medvedev, he's not really. I don't really like Medvedev on clay. I don't really consider him as someone who's like yeah. one of the top of the in the on the men's game. There's so many players who are a lot better than him on clay for sure. Um, he's definitely predominantly a clay, a hard court player. But even yeah. still, it's disappointing. You'd expect him to get through the first round. And from what I've seen in the post-match interview, I didn't catch the match, but Umbert was yeah. uh, very, very happy with his performance. I think he kind of was just uh, very fortunate in the fact that his game was just going well on that day. Like everything, he was hitting the lines of every shot and uh, Medvedev didn't really have any answers for it. Uh, just to get to the comments quickly, Lam's wishing you happy birthday.
0: Hey, the lamb. Thanks, I think it was the first one in today on my messages to wish me happy birthday. So, really appreciate that. It's it's nice to uh, have some support from uh, all the fans and obviously the biggest Instagram fan, Mr. World Lamb. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get through
1: some of the other ones, I guess. I don't know if they'll make it a tad bigger. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Uh, here we go <laughs> into uh, into the look at some of these results. What one I probably wasn't that surprised at. Do you want to look at maybe the past? Was there there around? No, no, no. Let's
1: before? start here. This is the this, oh, couldn't, you couldn't have picked a better place to start. Benoit Paire. I
0: know what is
1: going on with Benoit Paire. It's just, just crazy, said, isn't it?
0: I I thought he'd lose, but another retirement. What's happening to him at the well, moment? Well,
1: you know the craziest thing is he had two positive tests before this match. And the Hamburg officials allowed him to still play with positive That's tests. Bizarre. And he's come out and he's said, they allowed me to play, so I'm going to play. But the rules are so different to, I think, obviously, in, when he was in the US, with so any positive tests not allowed to play. Also in France for the qualies, I'm assuming he's not allowed to play in the, uh, in the French Open at all. But the, but he, we, we know he had coronavirus, didn't we, a few, about a yeah. month ago, it feels like now. He's, we're not sure whether it's the fact that it's just like a bit of like remaining whatever it is left in his body, which yeah. is always triggering these positive tests. But however, like, how are you in, like if you're Casper Rudia, was he was he was he made aware that I pair had know. coronavirus before the match? Because if it's, I was him, I wouldn't play it, would you?
0: Not safe, is it? I mean, you don't know who he's going to have to come into contact with because he's going through to the next round. And then he's going to be in contact with another player. Mate, it's a complete then...
1: it's a shambles. I'll be honest, yeah. it's a complete shambles. I'm not sure what the German officials and the people organising this event are doing. Uh, for me, well, since then, I've seen that Pairs now had a negative test. But it just doesn't bode well, does it? He's having positive tests, negative tests, negative tests. Who's testing him? What kind of thing are they playing around with? It's just ridiculous.
0: It is very confusing, isn't it? I don't really know like how reliable these tests are. If this, if someone's positive, then negative, then positive, then negative. Well, we had
1: two positives back to back and then he had a negative afterwards.
0: So what's the difference between these two tests? This is the, that's the thing. I don't know what the difference between the two tests is. Well, for me personally, you shouldn't be playing regardless, right? Oh well, yeah, exactly. If it comes up, I thought that was the whole thing. We're keeping everybody in bubbles. No, but and it depends
1: it. what tournament you're in. In Hamburg, they're more, yeah, more lenient sure. with it. That's what this. That's what he came out and said, and Much his head's more. just ever at the moment. Like uh he's clearly not well, is it? He, he just doesn't seem to be playing no. at all at the level we expect from Benoit Paire. We know he's off. To, he throws a tantrum. That's before coronavirus or with coronavirus. Yeah. But yeah. even rego- like forgetting that, he just doesn't seem himself generally. Like playing tennis.
0: Yeah, it's a bit sad to see. Really, I mean, we know how good he actually is as well mm. and we know that he can really mix it with the best. And He really can as well. In and around that top 20, I can, he's on his game. He can take on those top 10 for sure but it's just, I don't know I don't know if he should, it's probably just a money thing. If they're letting him in the tournament, he's going to play it. He's going to probably take home a hefty wedge of cash and yeah. if, why would you turn it down? If they're going to let you play, then Fair enough. But it's not really fair on other, like, pets as well. One, you're taking the opportunity away from somebody else who could have actually finished the match, potentially. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and two, you could be potentially infecting people and that's nothing that we want to see.
1: Yeah, Yeah. anyway, let's move away from that because that's enough on Benoit Uh Brilliant for Casper Rude, obviously playing some really good tennis right now. And one, to watch in Hamburg, I feel like he could maybe sneak it. Oh yeah, um, He's But another one great. who okay. I think could be right there to the end, another clay court specialist is Christian Garrett. And he was Christian able to Garrick, dispatch Hanfman in two sets.
0: Who did take out Monfils. And Monfils not been looking the same Monfils since he came back from this injury. Obviously lost to for uh, in the last tournament in Rome. And now... Gone out in straight sets against Hampfman. And what if I watched that match and it was a little bit lackluster and yeah. he didn't really have any pop. He wasn't the same around the court. Hampfman, pretty tidy on his serve, really, just got the job done. He didn't really look at under threat on his own serve the whole match. So yeah. I don't know. It's a bit sad for I hope Monfiz gets back to that same form he was in before the break because he was up, like unplayable. And it's just yeah. sad. This break's really it's just disrupted his rhythm,
1: isn't it? It's just Monfils, yeah. man. He's a top player, been around for some time. And um, he's usually really up for the French uh, French Open based off the fact that the crowd's always behind him. He's able to use some of his trick shots and sort of get everyone going. Um, yeah, for sure. So hopefully that's firing because I I really want to see him there playing some good stuff. We know he's more than capable of doing it.
0: Definitely. I know, that uh, yeah, we've got a couple of other people there in the chat. We've got Paulius uh, saying hi. Nice to have you in. Uh, tennis for me. Uh, yeah. Hi again. And Jagger Cohen back again. Nice Yes, he's us. back. Yeah, he's back again. For me, this
1: is always the guy that, who did his homework once while he was watching us, right? That's it. That's it. And uh, he's he, he's a big Speria fan, as a lot of us know. And he reckons Speria is going to win the French Open. Uh, stay tuned for later on in the video. We'll be talking about who we think uh, has the best chance of the French Open. But for now, let's just finish off Hamburg.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, I'm quite uh, in- interested. The person that I probably want to touch on next, if possible, yeah, go is, well, he was a lucky loser to get into the tournament. And I saw his draw uh, against against uh, Albert Ramos in the first round. And I just thought, oh, I fancy him in this. It's Bublik. Bublik yeah. was up against uh, Ramos and managed to beat him 2-0. I was like, but he was the underdog in that match. Obviously, Ramos, great clay court player. Then he comes up against Felix today and straight sets again. That's really impressive just to take out Felix. And we all know what he was uh, pulling out the locker. <laughs> the underarm serve. But as soon as
1: I saw it, I sent it to you instantly. It was yeah. like clockwork. I knew you'd love it. And he, he actually pulled out an underarm serve ace against Felix. It's
0: amazing. I've not seen many
1: of them. But Felix was just standing there, like, what's
0: going on here? I just I just love it. I just think that's the perfect one. He was on juice. It was his advantage. He's just thinking, you just need that extra edge to keep people guessing. And if Felix wants to stand two metres behind the baseline, then sorry, but you're not covering all angles of, of the court. And you're not covering every eventuality. You have to be prepared that someone does. But, well, it's part of the... People are saying they don't want it to be one of the rules. They want it to be, like, outlawed. No. Because... No, I think
1: that's silly. I, I think most people would just assume, like, would say that it's it's good that it's part of the rules. At the end of the day, it's tennis. You're allowed to do that. Um, but for me, I just think Felix generally in that match was just a bit disappointed. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's a lot higher. Like, you'd put him up there a lot more to be beating someone like Bublik. I know yeah. it's on clay. not necessarily his best surface, but... Even still, I thought he would do a lot better. I think it's a bit disappointing for him.
0: Shaburb. I think Bublik's run may come to an end in the next round, maybe, because Garen, very, very good clay court player. I think Bublik sort of tried his luck in these first two matches and he sort of rode his luck a little bit. But he's he's done well, but I don't see him getting past Garen, to be honest. I think Garen's looked solid in these first two matches that he's played. And uh, I, I can see him... Uh, well, no, sorry, Garen's only played one match so far. Sorry, he didn't have to play the... Uh, no, he didn't have to, no. Colleges. Yeah, but he's something like Hampman. We know how solid he's been on clay over the past few weeks, and he just tidied him up pretty easy to love. So, very, Well, very... for me,
1: though, I'm, I'm, this is going to surprise you, though. Out of all of these who we've mentioned so far, obviously the first seed's out, Daniel Medvedev. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The second seed still in, and that's Stefano City Pass.
0: Ooh. We were
1: talking about will he recover from that terrible loss in in the US Open? Uh, but he played some good good stuff today
0: against Dan Evans, looked really good, beating him 6 3, 6 1. And Evans, another one that's not really come back from this break in much good form, really, has he? I mean, he had one win at the US Open. Yeah, who is that? It, was, it had a good result against someone, I remember. Uh, it escapes me. I can bring it up yeah. one sec. But yeah, he he obviously went out to wasn't it Mu, was it Moutet? I believe he went out to yeah. in in four. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he took out let me just find it one second. He took out Saboth Wild, but Saboth Wild more right. of a clay court, yeah, yeah. Took him out straight sets, but I then I thought it was out. someone
1: else he beat, maybe not, maybe in Cincinnati nah, just, it might have been. Just just that one. I bet no, he right. did a,
0: he beat Rublev in Cincinnati. No, that was what I
1: was thinking about. Yeah, so yeah, Evans beating. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was a. good So it has been okay. It's not been terrible. I just, terrible. These, I just it's think not, I don't know. It's tricky. He'd sit a pass, obviously second seed. You'd fancy he was favourite for the match. And uh, for me now, I think he is the one to beat in this tournament. And the reason I say that is because of the draw. If you look at the draw, no, you pull up the draw. If you've got it, I've got me, it there. To bring it up,
0: okay. Yeah, it bring up. it up.
1: He has oh. a very favourable draw in my opinion. He is able to avoid Rublev. And uh, Batista are good until the final. There and um, the, P- the the players he's going to be posed to be playing against, I f- I do really fancy him against them. Obviously, he could uh, crumble oh, <laughs> like sure. he did in the US Open again. And uh, so, even the way he played in Rome was just shocking, I must admit. But so for me, down, I just really fancy him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he does have a favourable draw. He's up against Because obviously, it.
1: Fritz is going to be knocked out. A Pablo Cuevas, he's not it's been not playing easy. very good tennis. I'll be honest. He's
0: easy though on clay. Cuevas, uh, mm. quite I think it thing. is really now. Cuevas oh, is a bit. You'd expect a pass to beat him if it was the normal sitter pass. But Lajovic, or, or Lajovic, sorry, if I'm getting the pronunciation wrong. Yeah, he's someone who we know is playing top clay court tennis right now. Uh, another amazing victory there. He just he cruised past Manarino. Yeah. And, He's up against uh, Karen Hatchinov, and I fancy Lajovic to actually win that one. And yeah, so... I just feel like
1: that's an easier match, potentially, for City Pass. And if you look up, to, I would prefer playing them than, say, someone like a Garen on clay or a Rublev or a Batista yeah. or Gutt. In my opinion, I think that that's... side of the draw is slightly easier. Yeah. This looks a, bit a lot though. more stacked with some of the top players.
0: Struggled a little bit, but I think the, the test was maybe tougher for Rublev and for Batista or Gut. Uh, Kwepfer obviously took a set off Djokovic. Uh, Kwepfer did really well against gut. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that is, third
1: it. set was very close. I think Agut just had a little bit too much, but um, on another day, he could have beaten him.
0: I surprised Tommy Paul as well. He was able to dig out a set on Clay against uh, Rublev. So that was really good performance by him. Yeah. But third set, Rublev stepped it up 6 2, pretty comfortable, to be honest. Uh, I think he just, it was another level. Yeah. And that makes a really interesting matchup, actually. I'm not sure how I'd call that. Uh, Batista, Gut Rublev in that match. Not sure Yeah, it's is
1: tough, isn't it? Uh, I think it's going to be very close. Uh, I'm not even sure who the favourite would be. Maybe marginally Rublev?
0: I think this, yeah, uh, I'd say Batista, Good probably be favourite. Yeah, I think it's very, CD. in my
1: opinion, it's very evenly matched. Um, this one. Though I'll probably have to go for a gut purely for the fact, that's what I'm saying, you avoid him as well.
0: <laughs> this one's interesting. Like yeah. I think this one people are sleeping on this one I called. I like the fact that I called this one. Yeah. It said Fanini to beat Cole Schreiber and he did. It wasn't as convincing as I thought, but Fanini was you see some of the shots he was playing as well. Like the, the yeah, it was there was the one that they kept on showing on repeat was he just got it hammered into his forehand side and he was like sort of on the run, but he just wasn't even like looking and just did this tiny little chop. Across the court, and it was unplayable. It just—it's went- Fabio Fanini we're talking about here.
1: This guy's elite on clay. He's one of the <laughs> top dogs. He's like a, a sportsman right now, man. Like he's their top, their top players on clay. It's just obviously Fabio's come back from a terrible injury. He's going to take a while to become himself again.
0: Yeah, but for sure. even
1: in that disappointing loss in Rome against uh, Ugo Humbert, he actually had flashes of brilliance in that match. I remember watching some of the points, yeah. and they were crazy good from Fabio. But then other times it was just like ridiculously bad. So just, it's going to take some time uh, for his consistency of his game to get there again. But we know how good he potentially can be. And uh, another year without his injuries, you'd be looking at him as someone who you'd think could win this tournament. Yeah. I don't think he will now. I think
0: personally, uh, Kasper Rudi will knock him out in the next round. Mm, I'm not so sure. And if he comes back a little bit more, obviously he had this uh, double ankle surgery. If, if he's back to his top movement, I think he can really cause Rude some problems. I know Rude likes to hit some big top spin. Mate, and... Rude's just troubled Djokovic, you know. He needs to uh, Yeah, yeah. That. I know, but he's still going to take a set off him. But for Nini, yeah, I'm lucky not to. I, I just love the like the flatness that he hits the ball with. It just it just skips off the surface. There's just you can't get hit return like some of these flat shots that he just does. They just go boom, whip past you. And those are unplayable. And I think when you've got that in your locker, if you can string enough of them together, you you win. Like you saw in that last round, he took out Kohlschreiber in a match. He was an underdog as well because he's only just coming back. Yeah. So, but we know that with Benigni, <laughs> anything can happen. He could probably <laughs> lose six love, six love or something. Based on everything
1: nice. you said, then, let's give our predictions for Hamburg. Uh, we've had a look at the draw now. We've gone through most of the matches, I believe. Yeah. Uh, for sure. you didn't go through quickly. Um we spoke about all of them. Nah, I think all clear. of them. Yeah yeah, 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 we got all of them. But so based off that I feel like City Pass with his draw being at the bottom yeah. of the draw there, I think he's gonna he's gonna shock a lot of people and win this tournament. We obviously know what ability he's got and yeah. uh I know it's hard to say because he's in some probably one of the worst form left in the draw to be honest out of all the other yeah. players left in it. But I don't know with tennis you never know what's gonna happen. And for me I think uh City Pass is gonna win. I'm gonna what go with
0: this might be a bit of an outsider, but I really fancy him on clay. I'm going to go with Garen to win okay. it. Just because I, he did uh, very well at the beginning of the year in the clay court tournaments, and he seems to just hit the ground running again on the clay. I Wait, think is Garen could... not
1: going to be drawn against uh, the winner of Rublev? Forgot?
0: Uh, Garen will be drawn against the winner of. No, he's playing public next, and then he could play. Yeah, the winner of Sitterpass sitter potentially oh. in the semi. So that's what I mean. And then he could be up against potentially uh or whoever makes it through from this side. Could be fair enough. It could be Kasparude to be honest. I mean, out of all those four, you would probably say Casparude's in the best form. So yeah. you'd probably assume Casparude would be playing up against I uh, don't want to say it. Probably Rublev, I would go against, even though really I'm, I'm gonna go for a good in that match. I just think Rublev he's still learning every game, but he's still gets a little did, bit did older. Rublev
1: play him Rome? Rublev? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Just bear with me. Just gonna have a check. I, I forget remember. now while you do that, I'll just go to yeah, the comment. Chris he, he lost. here. Yeah, How you he he doing, lost. mate?
1: Good to see you. Uh tiger or tigre. Richard should handle the fog. I love the uh enthusiasm there. <laughs> and summer's looking forward to the rude Fonini match. Oh, yeah, and sure. uh, he also tigre haderte rude city pass final, <laughs> then both to crush out early in the French. Ooh. Yeah, most probably. We've seen it so far with uh, the men's draw people who have, who have been doing wedding tournaments before, uh, struggling yep. in the next one. You've also seen the other way around Dominic team crushing out early in Cincinnati and then going to win the US Open. So
0: <laughs> we've seen yeah. it a few times. Well, looking at uh, the what you were saying, yeah, he was playing, yeah, Rublev in the Rome tournament. I forgot because he went out to Hubert Hercas, which... Yeah, that was right. Now, yeah. now, now I'm sort of changing my mind. That's what I'm now, saying. Batiste I remember, I remember that probably
1: the- it was a bit disappointing. It was because Hubert Hercas has not been pulling many good results together of late. I think that was a really dodgy loss for him, especially the second set. I know it went three sets and Rublev in the second set... Uh, he won the set quite comfortably hitting I think it was only like a few a handful of unforced errors and then just third set he just switched off and you can't afford to do that against a good because he's someone who's always switched on all the like every every point. So yeah.
0: for me well, that's well, why I think a good will take him. You have a look at their record against each other. The last time they played Rublev uh won t- uh two sets to one, I believe and that was in November two thousand and nineteen. That was in Davis Cup though. And then uh, Batista and Gutz won all of the other meetings, all 2-0. Two, two so they're all on hard court, though, I believe. All right. uh, don't quote me on the, the Davis <laughs> Cup one. But uh, yeah, I believe they're all hard court. Anyway, are going to stick with Garen? Yeah, I'm sticking with Garen. I just love him as a clay court player. He's uh, one of my favourite clay court players to watch. So hopefully we can get to see more of him in this tournament. Yeah, I agree. So, super exciting. Yeah, for sure. I'll get rid of that. Uh, yeah, should we? Where did you want to go on to next? There's been some well, crazy French Open qualifiers. Should we touch yeah, on Yeah, let's those go straight things?
1: into that. I know people were talking earlier about uh who they fancy for the French Open, and it's quite exciting now that we're going to be heading there. Um, after Rome, oh, yeah. that's always good to see. I'm super excited for this slam. Certainly I think matches. it's wide open, as though although people are saying it's between the people in the title, uh, Djokovic, Nadal, and team. I think we could be surprised. This is going to be a really open field. We're in uncertain times. And uh it's going to be difficult to see who reacts the best in these circumstances.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so many matches here. Uh, yeah, we can't go through all of them. I don't know how we're going to get through that. I just wanted to bring up, well, one that we were super disappointed about. Yeah. Which was obviously the first, uh well, it's in the first round, which was Carlos Alcaraz Garfia. Yeah. And Carlos Alcaraz Garfia. He went out, uh, what was it? He went out, he had two match points against, I forget the name, Vukic uh, from Australia. Alexander
1: Vukic, yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, let me see if I can find the match up here. And yeah, he went, yeah, there it is. Yeah, so yeah, he had those, uh, he was even 5-3 up in the tie break in the second set after Vukic came back. He was a massive favourite as well. Is the the bookie. this was a person only four places above him in the rankings, and he was a three or four to one underdog, Vukic. This mate, is how much
1: but it's, I didn't see I didn't give Vukic a chance. I'm actually really disappointed, to be honest. I'm really yeah. disappointed. It's such a shame we we're gonna see Alcaraz in the French. Obviously, we we're gonna see Massetti either. No. And uh mate, it's just a bit sad really, because I feel like them two would have really lit it up and made an exciting tournament. Yeah. It's going to have to be another year. I'm sure they'll be back next year, both of them. Uh, hopefully in more normal times. But in yeah. this situation, he didn't make it. And at the end of the day, it's his own fault. He should be winning that match. He obviously faced, I think he had two match points to take it. He did. Was he, was yeah. he up at 40-15 or something on his serve? Or, I forget was, the exact yeah, point 40, by point, but it's just 40. disappointing from him. We need to do a lot better then, sort of get it over the line. You can put it down to maybe inexperience. He's obviously a young guy, not been in them situations. To go to the French Open, I'm sure it's like a dream for him. It's probably yeah. the slam out of all of them who? He's, who he, wh- which he'll be most up for and uh, which he'll stand the best chance of competing in. And, yeah, he's just missed the opportunity.
0: Yeah, it's very sad. I mean, there's been quite a lot of, uh, of so many matches here as well. Like, I don't know if, how we're going to touch on all of them. It's quite interesting to see just uh, not Justin Brown, Dustin <laughs> Brown, that was his brother dustin <laughs> <laughs> brown uh going through there that was an impressive result against summit nagal and yeah dustin brown's actually gone through again today so he's now through is that the third round of qualifying yeah and then so, tommy yeah.
1: robredo look at big tommy he's there
0: i know i think he went out though today so yeah I think we, no we, he did we, <laughs> disappointed
1: disappointing let's go to the next day <laughs> let's
0: go to the next because day, we're gonna get we're... our
1: hopes up too much and players have already gone
0: yeah, so a guy, obviously, we had him on the podcast. He's been playing, playing really well. Uh, Henry Laxonen. Yeah. Uh, he went through against Sid Suburvi. I still and... think you're a day behind. Yeah, I am. That was yesterday. I watched that match. Laxonen played really well, and played even better today, and went through 6 1 6 1 against uh, someone who wasn't actually, I thought, the give him a better game. Mina from Argentina. Yeah. Sorry, that rhymes. But uh, yeah, he was a very good Clay Court player as well. Uh, is it Facundo Mina? Yeah, that's, yeah
1: right, that's right. Man. Yeah. Hey, Impressive, man. We love Henry Laxon. We spoke to him on the podcast, and he's a top player, one who could do well in the tournament. I don't see him going on and winning it or even getting to a semi or a final. But
0: no, um, I mean,
1: he's, he'll do well. He'll make some money from this tournament. He'll do his uh, rank in the world of good to be in it. And he's a nice guy as well. So we wish him the best. And what you're on right now, this is one I wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah, it's this Aslan one. Aslan
1: yeah. That's it. And he is a man in form. I don't know what's happened to him. I remember him before, obviously. We watched a lot of challengers and he was someone who was just very average. Just a guy on tour. Yeah. He pulls out some wins, loses a lot. Just very average. Not really much to say about him. Since the whole corona thing and since lockdown, coming back to tennis, this guy's incredible. Yeah. Literally. Like, generally... Yeah. He's, he's like his twin started playing in, in place of himself because he is winning everything. Granted, he lost to, I think it was just Stan Wawrinka in the yeah. Prague uh, final. But then so after that, he played again another challenger in Prague and won that, beating some top players along the way. And what he's been doing, I think, which is super impressive, is he's not been winning ma- just winning matches. He's been blowing like the opposition away. Winning yeah. comfortably, six one, six two. I don't know and, if you um, want to
0: share that. I've yeah, well, let's have a look. It.
1: Let's have a look at his thing. So I'm not just saying it. This guy has just been a man on a mission. And we'll uh, Aslan at- before, you used to look at him thinking, oh, this guy's just nothing special, but... Mate, he's just come back into the craziest form ever.
0: <laughs> Look at this. I and mean, if he keeps
1: this up, he's going to be... I'm not sure where he is. Where's he ranked right now? But he'll be within the top 100 soon.
0: No, no he's he's just moved up now. I believe he's around about one 120 or something like that. So he's yeah. really, really rocketed up the rankings. I don't know where up. he was
1: before. What was it like 200-something? Yeah, maybe? he was
0: like, yeah, close to 300, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, so he's really rocketed through the rankings. And as you can see, since he hit the clay... It's been pretty much all green. It's all yeah. go. And this is what's
1: super interesting. You face him up a, a first round against uh, Stefano Sittipas, someone lacking a lot of confidence right now. You'd kind of be fancy, fancying Aslan karatsav would you not? Or am I just crazy right now? I, I think that's a little, <laughs> I
0: think no, no, that's a little
1: bit fun. He's in the form of his life. ridiculously good tennis. <laughs> and you know when you're winning matches, yeah, yeah, it for just feeds sure. confidence. And we see crazy results off on the back of that.
0: Well, you never know. And someone with this amount of form. I, I don't mean, think you up, watched
1: Sitter Pass in, in Rome, mate. It was beyond yeah. awful. The amount of yeah. unfortunate
0: errors he hit. Well, this is like you said. And we look up here. He's beating good people. Robin Harser, someone from the podcast. Henry Laxon, another person from the podcast. All good players. Herbert, amazing French player. Golbis, amazing player. Yeah. We've got, obviously, keep on going up. Enzo Cocar, Steven Diaz. Golbis again, uh, Vavrinka just... One of the ones I'm go, most look. impressed
1: with right there is Talon Sport.
0: Yeah. He's a he's really a...
1: good player. He's been winning a lot of matches of late. And, uh, a lot.
0: He dispatched him as well. What was that in two sets? But Look how many sets he's dropped, though. That's the key here. Look. No sets dropped for yeah. how many matches now? Is that one, two, three, four? Is that like eight matches? Yeah, without since dropping Popko. A but
1: Popko is a bit weird, mate. Oh, like Popko's He turns like... it on
0: and off when he fancies he's a... it. He's a very <laughs> odd one. Yeah, he... He can be the best player one day and then the worst player the next day. And even in <laughs> within a set, the, within the one set, he can just turn it on and off. It's just yeah. bizarre. I don't know. Roger. He's just one to, uh, yeah.
1: Oscar Frustrated. Otte there as well. Another really good clay court player. Mate, Almost honestly, this guy well. can beat a top. I genuinely think he can beat a top 20 player in the first round. It's a bit of a shock. Aslan Karatsev. look out for the name. We'll have a look for the draw. Um He's a really good player, and he's in some top form. So, we'll yep. see what happens with that one for sure. For sure. I don't know if you want to get on some to uh, any other results from the French Open qualies.
0: Uh I mean, from the qualies, I mean, there's not so many shocks, I'd say. No, Liam. Bro- Liam Brody's went. Yeah, that, so, that, that was is a really shock result. Yeah, and I thought a i all all talk about
1: him actually because yeah. I'm just so surprised how well his game sort of uh on clay developed well. on clay. Like right now yeah. he's been beating a few people. Uh, he's had a few impressive results. Which made me think oh wow, Liam Brody's doing well, winning some good uh, good good games yeah. there. And uh yeah, one to watch really good. He's flying the flag. He's doing a lot better than uh Evans. <laughs> <laughs> uh it well... could be wait, he could be the only British man in it. Obviously we'll have Andy Murray, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be there. He's done some selfies on Philip Chatrier court. I'm not so.
1: sure Nor- I think Norrie's been knocked out as well, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So it looks that, like it's going to be Nor-
0: Brody, and- Brody and Murray. No, I think Norrie got knocked out of the other one, wasn't it? He was in another tournament. That was in a challenger. Oh, I think Norrie. Norrie been. He was yeah, in fourth.
1: challenger. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. get knocked out.
0: Yeah, we'll get onto that challenger though, because there's some exciting uh, stuff to talk about at the challenge. But yeah, Brody. He's been beating some good uh, people. He Obviously, van der Sands, Schlupp, that's a really, really good player from the Netherlands. He uh, beat Zepieri, which is a really bright prospect in Italy, a uh, really bright young talent. Uh, he beat him two sets to love. Yeah, Trongeletti, he's beaten him as well. Kamke as well from Germany. The, yeah. These are all very good clay players. He just lost to Valella Martinez, who we know is very, very good. Yeah. But,
1: but just yeah. just to rewind a sec, actually, because you've reminded me. Talking about um, uh, Van der Slup, obviously from the Netherlands, we were talking about Aslan Karatsev as well, and he beat Greekspor on the journey. Greekspor is now the number one Dutch player in the world after he beat Robin Haase. So oh, wow. um, Greekspors is someone. That's that's what I forgot. I forgot. That's what I wanted to say earlier. But he yeah, is yeah. a really impressive player. Obviously, the number one Dutch player. And uh, Van der Slup's another really young one who's sort of going for that title. And it's sort of shaping up quite nicely between them three. They're all quite close in the rankings. Van der Slup's the youngest. Um, I think he will nick the number one title in, in Holland, but it might take him a bit longer. Quite possible.
0: Yeah, Talon Gricks, boy, is very, very good player. And so is this... Dustin Brown honestly... again. Another yeah, win. that's what I mean. beating Muller. So... Yeah, Muller's a very good player, isn't he? Yeah. So... Look, and that was one that surprised me. Jason Jung knocking out Tommy Robredo. But Jung, not to be messed with, unfortunately. Robin Harsa went out as well to Pedro Martinez, but Pedro Martinez is very, very good on the clay. Mm. So not that surprised about that one, unfortunately. Should we go over to the was... women's? Yeah, I think we should. Go, on, then. That Let's go over to the women's. I thought that one you might want to look Yeah. See, God, Vicovich, yeah. yeah that was a big match that two great clay quarters yeah so yeah let's go move over and have a look at some of these women results uh there was one yesterday i just wanted to give a shout out to ankita rayner who made it through in her qualifying match so she made it through in the three uh long sets so yeah congratulations to her we obviously had her on the podcast Unfortunately, yeah, Bibianne Shoes, she didn't make it through her match, but yeah, we still uh, wish her the best. Leonie yeah. Kung, there. There young she is. Yeah. Which one girl that uh, I was speaking to fairly recently. She might come on the podcast hopefully soon. So yeah, she's I very. I think she has great. a
1: really bright future in the game. I, I yes. really like watching her, actually. I think she's super uh, talented.
0: I know the lamb is very, very keen on uh, Leonie Kung. So. These nice Swiss, Swiss talents, yeah. yeah so keep going
1: through them. I think there wasn't really many to T- mention. T- McNally, T- that was good, yeah. Was obviously, good. a young, young player coming through. And
0: and yeah, yeah, there wasn't also, really
1: many to mention on the women's side, was there?
0: No, nah, there's not too many. I mean, they're not very, not many household names, really, that you really, no. really know. I, I mean, think it'll be
1: more exciting when the draw comes out to see what's happening there. We've also had the news that a. Uh, What's her name? <laughs> it's escaped me. Uh the lady who won the US Open last year. Andrescu. She's Andriska, now yeah. she's now pulled out of the French Open as well. Nah. So she's not going to be playing in that. I think she needs to give herself some time to for her body to fully recover. That's Had sad. a lot of injuries. It's really sad because she's she was playing the best tennis in twenty nineteen, in my opinion, on the women's tour. Um Hallep's gonna so. be there though. I think Hallep's the one to beat, really, in the women's draw before we we'll have a look at the draw when it all comes out in the coming weeks. And um, in the coming days, sorry. And uh, after that, we'll give our predictions on who we think is going to come out on top. But for me, I'm already going to start giving a little hint. I think Halep's a wow. serious competitor. And you could say maybe Osaka as well. But for me, they're the two informed women's players and the ones who are kind of a bit above everyone else. You've got Azarenka, yeah. another name. She's in that discussion as well. Um, but for me, if without them, maybe like three or four players, the the gap below them is quite 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 uh, evident yeah. all these top players are just nowhere near them in my opinion
0: it's a, it's a bit shocking really uh, i thought that people would be able to challenge halep a little bit better and she's only really just coming back herself but it yeah. just goes to show the strength that she has and just how good she is and she's got to be a clear favorite heading into this french open i'd say yeah yeah i agree. can't see i can't see anybody on clay as well, man. Like the way she's been playing. It's hard to hard in to Rome, know. she was just like unbeatable, mate. Wait, you never know, Peronkova might <laughs> turn up <off> again. <laughs> Make a run up the side. I'm excited for Peronkova.
1: I'm really excited to watch her matches. It'd be interesting to see how she, she uh changes from the hard courts to the clay courts. Yeah.
0: She's indeed. not been doing
1: much practice, has she? She obviously she skipped Rome. It's understandable. Yeah. Um, but she's gonna go straight from that really, in essence, to another match in uh, Roland Garros from slam to slam yeah. so mess around this shit. She goes missing for a few years, comes back. does a few slams. That's it. That's not a bad it's way about. to live your life.
0: Know. Yeah. I just want to say thanks for everybody for joining us tonight. I know, uh, it's probably a bit of a late one for some people, but yeah, thanks for joining me on my birthday. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. If, uh, you haven't liked the video yet, please, uh, hit the like button. It just helps us out. And, uh, Yeah, just gets us seen by more and more people on YouTube so we can help the channel grow. And yeah, if you want to get in the chat and just send us some questions, yeah, just tell us what you're thinking about about the French Open, the upcoming uh, big Grand Slam, or any of these Challenger events because you know that we love the Challengers. And there's so many top matches, and I want to touch on them next if we can. Yeah. Yeah, if you can bring up the we've got the Folly Challenger in Italy.
1: Yeah, Vanch is here. He's uh message. you happy uh, birthday. Thank
0: you, Vanch. Uh appreciate that. Have a let's get out. Cheers for that. What
1: are you drinking for your birthday anyway? I thought you'd have a special drink today.
0: No, I've just got a, just got a Stella, mate. <laughs> 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 nothing too nothing too uh special. But uh You never know. I'm in the process of moving, so I'm just going to probably once we're moved in, just then I'm going to crack open some champers or something. Fair enough. Have have a proper, (laughs) Yeah. So let's have a look at these ones because some really interesting matches. You mentioned Norrie went out a bit poor, really, to be honest. I don't know. He's not really. I don't see Norrie as a clay quarter, really, if I'm honest. I know. I know, but one. No, I, was, I agree with that. It's disappointing for him, but he's one that I was shocked with. I thought might do. I I tipped Bonadio to to win his first round match. I mean, did you actually? Because I did as yeah. well. I really yeah. fancied Bonadio, and he was uh, yeah, he was a big outsider in the first match as well. So that was good, and he was a big outsider in this match, and I thought he might take out Montero because he hadn't had as much uh, match practice. But Montero, we know how good Montero is, and sort of proved it there. And, uh, yeah, too strong. He's top 100 for a reason. And, yeah. Took Come on, out. man.
1: Let's, the anticipation's killing me. Let's get on to the big one we're just what? desperate to talk about, and that's Lorenzo like, Mercetti. Well, here
0: he is again, and he's taken out Francis TFO. And Francis TFO, I thought this could be a potential uh, banana skin, maybe, for Mercetti, because you never know with TFO. Yep. He could sometimes turn up. He's got the power, but passes the test. No, After I'm that a second, second
1: set, man, when TFO won it, I was I was actually fearing the worst. I was quite negative. I was thinking, oh, it's just catching up on him. All these matches, obviously the the, the crushing defeat in Rome against Quetfar that's going to play yeah. a part in his head, in his mind. And I was generally fearing the worst for that third set. I was actually thinking maybe it could be like a 6-1 or a 6-2 loss or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but he dug in and instead he gave TFO a 6-2 uh crashing really in the first yeah, set. Drubbing. It's a fair play yeah. to him mate. I'm just over the moon with it and it's so exciting to see Masetti into the next round. Oh. Uh, I'm yeah, not sure who he plays might. next.
0: I'm just going to see if I can bring up the draw. I'll bring it up in another window and I can uh, we let's run through these and then we can look at the draw afterwards. Yeah, yeah, sure. If possible. Yeah, so you take a look at some of these other results though. Uh, I was shocked at the next one. Uh, Coria going out against Klezar. I think yeah. I thought my it was part of me. I know Klazar is such a great clay quarter, but then I thought maybe Corey is tired as well. Wait, is that maybe... is that
1: first match back? i have not seeing his name for a while.
0: Uh, yeah, it's not. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? He's been yeah, out he's played for, for a bit. long time, and he only just uh, got through the first round two-one against Batchinger, which is obviously a good German player. But I don't think he had played. Let me just check. Um... Had he been playing much. I think he had a few. No, he just had three exhibition matches, yeah. and that was it. That's count, all he's man. done. That's
1: a load of rubbish. Some of them exhibitions.
0: Corey has been playing Berrettini. <laughs> he's been playing. He beat Struff, Juma. <laughs> he's been playing. Look, Paolo Lorenzi beat. Be yeah, no, man, I'm, I'm
1: surprised. I'm massively surprised. I thought Corey would quite comfortably win, but
0: yeah, I just was shocked. I thought, oh, he's definitely gonna. Do This This was a match that I thought would have been close last year, but Corey I thought maybe to come on a bit more. But it just goes yeah. to show, Clezar no Tennis ace
1: agrees with you. He thinks it's shocking. Co- yeah. Corey has a higher grade than Klezar. Yeah, I would have he to is. agree.
0: Just... Is such a big server though, and I think that's probably what helped him through this one. Yeah, it's cause... so struff, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but I think he's played I a lot I think Corey's had tennis... an off
1: day, man. He's had a bit of an bit off tired. day. Tired, probably tired
0: yeah. plus once you've been playing all of these grand slams and all these other bigger events coming back to the challenges he's probably a bit he lost his concentration yeah he's probably a little bit sad <laughs> he's back down in the challenges when that's what's major come on this is this is where the real tennis is isn't it yeah we've come got on.
1: Seppi there as well i think he's yeah. the only man there older than you
0: <laughs> <laughs> possibly <laughs> i know that's a bit of a shock, isn't it? But another <laughs> another Italian going through in Italy, and that's the third Italian there. We've got Pellegrino, Massetti and, well, there's four in total, which is amazing again for the Italians. Caruso down there, yep. a very good result. So, and Lloyd Harris, he's there, just going through against Fratangelo. So I'm just going to bring up the draw, just so you can see what's going on in Forley. One second. Yeah,
1: that, can... uh, we'll go to the comments quickly Vance says yeah, TFO needs to have needs a more compact forehand I think he needs to work on a lot but <laughs> I can't say too much because I, I criticized him a lot especially against that defeat against uh, Andy Murray in Cincinnati I thought he was really poor um, but since then in the US Open he played some good stuff and he I think he got quite far in the end he beat Martin Fuksovic in an impressive match and uh, I can't really, crit- since then I've been re- reluctant to criticise him, but I agree, yeah, I think his forehand needs to improve.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, he definitely has a few errors. Yeah, I've got the draw up if you want to ping that oh, up. nice one. A very interesting next match, as we were just talking about now, Massetti versus Seppi. That is a very good match. Mate, young like versus that. the old. Yeah, that's it. The new breed versus the old breed. I and think Se-
1: Seppi must be double his age.
0: Probably oh, close. Probably close, probably old enough to be his dad. Uh, and yeah, you got that set up. I reckon probably Caruso. I'm favoring in the other one. I'm gonna say Harris. Oh, you, I think you never go against him. Caruso. This, I don't, is I don't usually
1: know, but I think Harris, I think Harris will beat him there. Don't ask me why, I just think
0: Harris has got him. Harris is a bit of a powerhouse, isn't he? From South Africa, he's quite a good looking bloke as well sure he'll be very happy you say so <laughs> <laughs> but uh, massetti i don't know I, i'm hoping massetti can get through this we want to see a massetti win we want to see him get back like to... it's a tough
1: draw though looking at this yeah. massetti if he potentially beats uh seppi then to play either caruso or harris
0: is and then Bro, the other side was not so very... yeah this, this is not is the... it's, a, it's very stacked isn't it at the top it's very weaker uh, this side, but I would say Montero Clezar. I'd go with on that one.
1: Yeah, and I think Montero will just uh, get yeah, through I think, both of them to be fair.
0: Yeah, I think then we're looking at a Montero. Well, it could be potentially a Montero. I think you have to go down to the bottom, right? That is the bomb. All oh, right, right. <laughs> <Clezar>. oh, <laughs> oh, that's sorry. it, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's it. That's just semi-finals. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. If if Massetti can get through, he's gonna have two tough matches, but if he gets through that, he'll be more than ready for Montero. So, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, and with that, I have an extremely interesting stat there from Tennis ace. Thank you for that. Uh, and it's Klaze's third time beating Correa this year.
0: And if only That's we'd mad. have known that before we <laughs> called it before. Hadn't it?
1: <laughs> that is mental. I don't know how that is happening, but it must be his
0: bogey player then. Yeah, some players have another player's number, don't they? And it would appear so. And. That it's just like maybe a mental side of things. Maybe we've when seen it got... with Noah
1: Rubin. Do you remember we spoke to him about oh, it and notice him and tie uh mouthful? Oh, <laughs> Tyson He always struggles to beat him and he's they've played each other so many times, but it's a very tough match for Noah Rubin when well, you'd expect him to always do a little bit, be- a little bit better.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. One that uh if you want to bring this one up, if we move away from Forley, we had another challenger running in uh Sibiu or oh, Sibiu in romania yeah, yeah there's still some really good players in this uh some shock results as well today uh what the the first one which i was really shocked over was uh Rinderneck, mind your neck Rinderneck. uh <laughs> out to so another guy who i was i kept on bigging up last year remember to you yeah, yeah. which is heart eyes and heart yeah. eyes is a very very he's just a solid German player. All he does is he just keeps, he just gets. i am not been convinced
1: by him. He's definitely no. one of your one more than mine in terms of, I've never watched him and thought, wow, this guy's really good. I just no, think he's, he's not average. He's
0: not wow though. That's the thing. He just gets it, gets it over the line every time. And it's, he grinds people <laughs> and that's what, how he gets it done. You see, even in the, in the third set there, seven, four, probably Ryan, Reind, Ryan, neck is so good as well. Great young talent. But. Yeah. Well, well
1: the one guy, that stands out to me is
0: the Jiri one. Do you think
1: Orlando lose lost to Jajiri. I thought I thought I lose
0: know. would take him lose sometimes. is Every time I think he's going to win, he loses. So he <laughs> lives up to his name today. Uh, <laughs> Huesler is the one which I've got my eye on because he's had some really impressive results uh, of late. Yep. He obviously was playing very, very well last week. Uh, came up and he beat Feliciano Lopez. He beat Fabio Fanini, He beat Emil Ruusuvori. He beat Attila Balazs. He beat Gounouchauren, and he only just lost to Kekmanovic in that final. So, or oh, is it semi-final? Might have been semi-final. Uh, yeah, correct semifinal. me if I'm wrong. But I think so. That's the form of somebody who can really go far in this tournament. And Mate, yeah, based if
1: it, based of all them names, there was there other people playing yesterday or. I'm assuming so. I but for me, it's... he's the best he's the best player on that list there. And I, I think he mm, I don't
0: no, know.
1: I, I, I know you could say maybe uh, that Milling Ghani uh what I Alves? I think he's yeah. a really good player. I saw him yeah. play against Dominic Team, you took a set off him, didn't he?
0: Very good player, um, yeah. Very young player. young player as
1: well. Yeah, he's got a lot it's... of potential. But for me, I just I even Celendolo, Francisco, yeah. That That's was the impressive older brother, for me. isn't it?
0: Yeah, and those both of the Serendolos were playing on the same day. I was sad to see that one of them went out. Oh, I thought yeah. we might get to see the brothers go at nah, it. No, that's though.
1: Serendolo, mate. I'm not a fan of him. I prefer the other one. He's more of a hardcore. Francisco's a, bit, a lot better.
0: Yeah, but the other, this one, he, I think it's Juan. Uh, Juan, Juan Manuel. Manuel. Yeah, Juan Manuel. He's better on hardcore, I think, than Okay. Uh, yeah, so Serendolo beat... Cervantes, though, and I actually was trying to. uh, That was the big underdog of the day that I thought might overturn Serendolo, uh, but came close, not close enough. So, we're looking well, born a Gojo there. He's gone through, or if that's the correct pronunciation, I'm probably getting that wrong.
1: Average as well, man. I think Quesla has got a real good chance in that, in my opinion. The form he's been playing, he's been playing against a lot higher standard opposition, it's a challenger. And I They're think if the... he, he needs to he needs to be winning something like that. There's no point just playing in ATP events and doing well and beating play, top players. You need to be able to re- uh, reciprocate that on the Challenger Tour as well.
0: And this is a good opportunity yeah.
1: for him to do it, for sure. And, and then uh, I don't know what you want to talk about next, but for me, I wanted to talk about the French Open and who would you actually to, think?
0: I need to bring up the draw for this one quickly. All right, right sure. And then just say who you think is going to be. Well, you think West is going to win. I've already said win. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I would have to... Probably agree. If it's not him, then maybe Serendolo, I think, could possibly take it. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. We'll move away from there. Not going to stick too long on that. (laughs) Go on then. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but let's talk about who we now think for the French Open. Obviously, we're going to do a more in detailed video uh, in the coming days when the draw has been announced. We'll dissect the draw, look at uh, Rafael Nadal's route, Djokovic's route, team's route. They're the they're the Bane three who we think can win win uh, Roland Garros. Michael's just said here that the
0: draw comes up tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow for go. all.
1: Nice one, thanks for that, mate. We'll have a we'll do it tomorrow then, maybe if you're free.
0: <laughs> mate, this is going to be. A I real think tomorrow's a busy one.
1: day for you, isn't it?
0: Uh, tomorrow, nothing's going to be. In play. Everything's going to be in boxes probably <laughs> for the next day or two, and so the probably the earliest I can get back online again might be. Friday, but maybe if not that, then definitely Saturday. Okay. I'm hoping no if not, I might have to do it off my mobile phone, and then you just have, have
1: to one tomorrow on your mobile phone.
0: If if you don't mind my sound being a little bit bad, then I can probably get around and do it on my mobile phone. But
1: that sounds good. We I think we should do one for the draw tomorrow. We'll dissect that and we'll give yeah, it yeah, more in sure. detail. But for now, we just want to talk about their main three. So I'm going to pose the question to you, Robo. Out of uh, Dominic Thiem Rafael Nadal Novak Djokovic I feel like we've got to include Alex Zverev as well seeing as he's the finalist of the US Open not we've seen a go. lot of love in the comments of, uh Misha Zverev and um, I just want to ask oh, Alex Zverev Misha Zverev <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say Sasha sorry Sasha Zverev <laughs> <laughs> Sasha uh, Misha mate. I'm right. not sure
0: Misha's even <laughs> uh, going to get through the qualifying is he? <laughs> I anyway.
1: do I, yeah out, from, out of them four who do you think stands the best chance?
0: Uh, based upon what we've seen so far, Novak Djokovic.
1: Even that knowing that we're in Roland Garros and Rafael Nadal is the undisputed champion here on a million different occasions. Doesn't matter. Over many different years, this surface um, is made for Rafael Nadal. He is the man to
0: beat. I just think Djokovic has got a chip on his shoulder. He got defaulted from the last Grand Slam he's got something to prove. That's what. I'm what about
1: um, what about Love 15 Dominic team? as Lam said.
0: <laughs> yeah but this is don't rule him out if he's if he stops getting love 15 all the way through the uh, French Open he has a very good chance. I think I'm shying more towards those two than I am to Nadal. I don't know maybe we've been tricked by this one performance against Schwartzman and the fact he's been made to look normal. For a change, which is not a good look and it's going to maybe play on his head. We don't know, but I yeah. think Djokovic is just going to give him confidence. If he sees that he's lost to someone like Schwartzman in straight sets, and you saw what Djokovic did to Schwartzman; it just... It was easy. He swatted him, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. It's just like another person just like... see. It's almost he has the mental edge over everybody when he goes on court. I must admit, Djokovic is a bit of a god at the
1: moment, isn't he? He's like a different... <laughs> he's on these different... uh He's in a different category altogether right now. And it's just hard to ever think of Djokovic potentially losing a match without getting defaulted or some crazy thing happening. I think this will
0: uh, set all of the fans running wild as well. If you've got all this goat debate and then Djokovic takes out team Rafa at the French Open on the clay, you're going to have a very good argument, aren't you, really? Yeah. Your guy is possibly one of the well if not the greatest of all time but- well so
1: just one thing though ben we've got the draw at 12 o'clock tomorrow uh oh. michael says so that, that's interesting and he also wants you to talk about the draw with a cider <laughs> 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 they love a bit of drunk then i think
0: the uh, french open draw brought to you by Magnus or whatever one i'm having <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah I'll happily do it. If we can squeeze in, I don't know how long it's going to take, but yeah, if we can squeeze in maybe half an hour or an hour or some point tomorrow, might even have to, well, even if we can't do it early, we might have to do a late one or something like yeah, that, but just time have to see what what's going on with the moving. I've got two days to move everything. So we just have to see how it goes. <laughs> it's a, a, a stressful time. Mate, for you'll fit it right in.
1: If not, you have to do one in your car with your phone, with all the all the, uh, it, all the, uh, boxes. All the boxes behind you.
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> mind as long as everybody else doesn't mind. I can squeeze it in. I might have to be on a Bluetooth headset running around carrying boxes talking about. It. So to answer yeah.
1: the question, you've said Novak Djokovic, you think he's the standout out of the three. You're ignoring yeah. the recent Grand Slam champion Dominic Team.
0: Uh I'm not ignoring him. I just think the mental frailties that he showed against someone like Zverev, is just not going to cut it when you're against Djokovic. He showed it once already in the Australian Open final. Maybe it's better on clay. We haven't really seen team back on the clay. Hmm. I'll be interested to see the performances by each of them in the first two rounds to see how they really adapt to the clay because... Djokovic is already, he's looking pretty good, to be fair. He's just won, I'm um, another Masters. Jim Tick, top Masters person in like, world record. So he's gonna, his confidence is going to be soaring right now. And he wants that Grand Slam. He needs mm. that Grand Slam. He is behind the other two. He needs it more than anyone. So that's what I mean. And could you like, say this has
1: worked in a blessing in disguise for Djokovic? It's just default. Since he's been defaulted, he's then had enough time to go to, to Rome. If he won the US Open, there's a good chance he wouldn't have gone to Rome and played in that tournament. He's then played in it, won the tournament. Now he's in brilliant form to be going to Roland Garros, playing some of the best tennis he's done on clay now. And he could then then take one from Rafael Nadal, which in theory, he would have probably taken, getting defaulted from the US Open to achieve that, no? I don't know about that. I think Really? Really? That- you don't oh, think cool. so? It would sacrifice his U.S. Open title for a Rome Masters win and a Roland Garros win. Uh, Considering the fact that Rafael Alain was not playing in the U.S. Open, I he's playing Roland that- Garros. So you're taking, you're knowing that he's not going to be able to gain one on you at all by doing I it still that. Think, other
0: way. I still think that he would fancy himself in the French Open as well as the U.S. Open, though. That's what I mean. Like he probably would give up one Masters. For a U.S. Okay. Open and a French Open, so that's what I personally think. Fair enough. He has that level of. He's not beaten this year. Yeah,
1: but then would he win I've won the French Open without playing so well in Rome.
0: Exactly. This that's is what I'm saying. Gonna... So you need to. You can't dis that. That
1: Masters tournament was really important for him. I think in giving him some good form to be going into into Roland Garros. Rafael Nadal's yeah. going into it in poor form. But then, we've seen with Cincinnati, Dominic team went into the US Open in poor form, losing to Kronovic in the first round, and then he yeah. ended up winning the US Open. Yeah. So that's why, based off that, and based off everything I've just said, I'm going to go for Rafael Nadal for win the <laughs> oh, French God, Open.
0: there we go. Oh. Mate, i to. I agree just, with
1: Sumner. Sumner just, said, Hey Ben, Rafa has only gone unbeaten twice in clay court swing, and he has 12 titles. Rafa's
0: still the favourite. Rafa's favorite. always going to be the favourite. This is the thing and when you step onto that court in roland garros and there is going to be some crowd there and they're all going to be behind rafael nadal no matter what there's just there's it doesn't matter they're all going to be behind him i just and there's feel- going to be
1: fans there as well the fans will play a part in this there's going to be a lot of people there novak's not going to get be getting that much love especially if he's playing I think even Dominic team will get a lot more love from the French Open fans than what
0: uh, Novak will. Oh, for sure. But there's still part of me that just thinks, I don't know, there's something about him. And there was something about the way Nadal looked in that match against Swartzman, which it might have just been an off day, but they just look. he looked different. He looked a bit older, and he looked a little bit slower, and maybe that was just an off day, but for me, if that was a sign that he was slowing down and he isn't quite back, because if he's not back to his full fitness, he could go out to a Schwartzman again in the French Open. He could go out to a Vavrinka. He could go out to... There's players that can knock him out, and it's happened before. And Aslan Karatsev, Ask Robin, <laughs> ask, ask Robin Soderling. Mate, why do you keep dismissing
1: this, this Aslan Karatsev. He <laughs> I, mean, can do he, it, man.
0: I would love it if Karatsev won the Euro, not the U.S. <laughs> Open the French Open that'd be that'd be amazing for the challengers we would we would love that
1: the best point I've seen so far in the comments thank you for this twelve travel twenty one is the person who avoids team in their half is the favorite obviously we're gonna have Djokovic and Nadal in different halves but what side is Dominic team gonna fit in
0: and I would well, Djokovic, have to agree yes. with him whatever because what is he definitely gonna be in Djokovic's yeah Djokovic will be number one won't he. He'll be and then team will be number three. Nadal will be two.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'm gonna just look at the draw because I, I get very com- uh, confused with how it works with the seeding. Um, yeah. But based off that, let's be. have a look at the draw. But I think whatever side uh, Nadal uh, teams are on, I think it's going to cause a lot bit of an upset. And you'd favour the be. other one of the big two, in
0: my opinion. That could be the thing that helps Rafa if it if he has to play. Five sets with Dominic team in the semi final and gets through. And then if you have to play Rafa in the final, then you're just already on a like a losing. Yeah, battle. it looks like
1: this. Look, so Tennis Aces says Rafa gets him, he thinks. I'm I'm not sure as well, I'm thinking as well. But if that is the case, I think Novak really is has quite
0: oh. so be... says C three can fall on either side. So uh, if that's, right. the, if that's, yeah, that's the what I was case. saying.
1: So I was right then, Ben.
0: Okay, if that's the case, I thought it was just 1 and 3 were in the top and 2 and 4 in the bottom. It usually
1: is that the 1 and 3 is together, but I'm not sure if that's the actual rule. Well,
0: if it's not, I hope it's just more random. Yeah, uh, I
1: think it will be more fun if it's random. And if it is, I think that's what I'm saying. If whatever side team's on will give the other other one of the big two a big chance because you don't want to be playing team in like a semi-final or a quarter-final or something and then having to them because it's going to just there's a good chance it'll go to five sets. I feel one of their matches. Yeah, yeah. I think a team Nadal could be a fifth-set semi-final or a quarter-final or something like that. I don't think Nadal's going to cream him. Even Djokovic, I think that would go to a five-set. We've seen Djokovic drop a lot of sets.
0: Yeah, I've, yeah. Well, some
1: has confirmed it is random.
0: Yeah, I mean it's going to be super exciting, and we know that Rafa's moaned about draws in the past. Let's see if he starts moaning again once this one's picked in the places. Oh. Potentially Dominic T and if you see that, if you see Nadal team down one end of the draw, and Djokovic with his first, and you see who is he he'll probably face Straff in the third round as always. Like this is this is his route to the every (laughs) grand.
1: (laughs) Like fatigue plays a factor in the winner of the final. Oh, for sure, massively. I've noticed it a lot recently. There's no uh, doubt that team will be there. Uh, thanks for joining us, actually. You've, you've made some really good points. Thanks for your comments. Really appreciate them. Uh He said, Rafa blitzed Roger 6-3, 6-4, 6-2 in the semis. But team had a, had a multi-day five-setter against Djokovic and was tired after set two of the final, which was yeah. exactly true. I think, yeah. I if I'm mistaken, but I think uh team won the first set, didn't it? And then after that, Rafa just completely went out and just went beast mode, like 6-1, 6-2, and just killed him off.
0: Oh, um, I don't know in the French Open final if yeah but team was
1: he does get tired like it's, you can't physically be playing five sets over over a few days and then go and play a, a final against some guy who's completely fresh only had three sets what
0: about Zverev
1: don't give him a chance I'm not sure if it's very definitely in it. I saw someone said he's not. <laughs> Surely he's in it.
0: Why would he not be in it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I saw someone. I don't know if they're talking rubbish. Maybe this is I'm just what I mean.
0: It. Don't rule him out because he's he's not bad on clay as well. Like, and he's just got to the final of the U.S. <laughs> Open. So if he's on that same form, if he suddenly picks up. A Little bit more because he looks like a slug in the US Open and was just squeezing Mate, through fair it, if it.
1: Serves would not be the same on, in Roland. No, it's
0: true, it's true. There's one going to be, be suppression,
1: that was his big thing, I think. And it uh, was, it was, yeah, without I'm, that, he's agree. not really much of a brilliant player. Like, I feel like a Christian Garen would take him.
0: So, if you had like, uh, yeah, Garen, another one, yeah, a like to
1: or Casper how... Ruud or something Ooh. like that, one of them type of players,
0: Ooh. see, imagine if. Imagine if Rafa Nadal comes up against someone like this on a very good day. Like this is, what I mean, Schwartzman. You're not ruling yeah. him out again. We've not even spoke about him. It's not not talking about Schwartzman. He's. The- we'll
1: have a look at the draw. We'll do a draw video tomorrow, and we'll actually talk about all these players and have a look at their roots. I think we'll wrap it up there. We've been speaking for over an hour. Yeah,
0: a long one. Isn't it's it?
1: Ben's birthday. He needs to go off, see his girlfriend, have a few more drinks, and uh, enjoy the rest of his night. And uh, yeah, uh, thanks for all your comments, guys. We had quite a few of you join us tonight. Uh, so I really appreciate your support. If you've not yes. already, please subscribe to us. Uh, hopefully after this video, we're over the 1,800 mark. Yeah, like the like, video as well. Like, that really helps. Like and uh, <laughs> yeah, Vance wishes you happy birthday. Thank and with you that, again. We'll see you again tomorrow. Peace.